We're back! That's right, welcome to another season of Stand Up and Deliver. And this time we're coming to you from Hollywood. We're gonna start it off tonight with three great comics. We got Joey Bragg, Nick Guerra, Omar Elba. And our headliner, Maz Dabrani. That's coming up right now. I am your host, Jose Sardui. I'll be with you all night. You can catch him on Live and Maddie on the Disney Channel. Please put your hands together for Joey Bragg. What? What? One of the weirdest things about growing up uh, for me is how quickly uh, people become sexually active. And it's crazy to me seeing all like the friends, not me, and the people like I knew, <laughs> not me. But it's so weird because they're so forward with it. Like I got a Facebook message. I kid you not, this is exactly what it said. It said, Joey, I can tell you like me and I like you. Let's make this emotional connection physical. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what? Because I didn't know that teachers could add you on Facebook. <laughs> I know you guys probably assume uh, that with my striking good looks and physical confidence, I get all the ladies. Yeah. Fun fact, not true. I, um, I'm not very good uh, with the gals, probably because I call them gals. <laughs> but I did actually, uh, last year, I got to talk to the girl that was my crush since about the second grade. I didn't say much, I got very nervous. She was like, hi Joey, and I was like, Spider-Man, and she left. <laughs> it was a magical moment. I had my show, uh, Liv and Maddie, yeah. <laughs> Hey, hey. It's pretty crazy. Uh, I'm getting a bunch of like, like Twitter things, but not all of them are positive. Like I got uh, this, this Twitter message that said, at Joey Bragg, I don't care what your mom says, you're ugly. That's what it says, hurt my feelings. And it was at that moment that I realized my dad had figured out Twitter. <laughs> Yeah, I really like the games on my iPhone, but I'm realizing that they're becoming uh, kind of racist, the games on my iPhone. Like, I got, uh, I got a soccer game, and every time you make it in, it goes, hey, man, nice shot. <laughs> what? You know? Like, I got a basketball game, and every time you make it in that, it's like, yo, man, that shot was clean. <laughs> okay. You know, and I got a NASCAR game, and it's like, Ted Nugent. Thank you very, very much. I've been Jordan Brown. You have been awesome. Have a good night. What made you want to get into comedy? Well, I was uh, always the kid that would say funny things in class and get in trouble. And then I realized, why not? Stay tuned for more Stand Up and Deliver. Please put your hands together for Nick Guerra. A lesbian comic, what? What is she gonna talk about with her tiny tits? Poor girl. I got the weirdest text message earlier today from a buddy, right? It said, I banged a chick that looked like you last night. Yeah, smiley face. And the smiley face came three minutes after, like he remembered it, like he was like, yeah. 
Women want a man, dude. Women don't look at me and think, mmm, sex. They think, I wonder what conditioner he uses. That's, what they <laughs> That's why I can't even go to clubs. Clubs are the same way. Clubs, I, I don't go to dance clubs. It sucks as a guy. Because you, got, you, know, you walk up, you stay in line for two hours, you gotta have the right shoes, the right pants. You get to the bouncer, he's like, not with that face, bro. Like, what? <laughs> I can't change this. It's hard to hit on chicks because they always travel in groups. You ever notice that? Women travel out in four or more, and you can't just walk up to their group because you gotta figure out which one's in charge. There's an alpha bitch in every single group. She's the one that gets them together with the rules. She's like, okay, ladies, here are the rules, all right? We're all leaving together and we're all going home together, okay? All of you better have your IDs because we're not turning around. Samantha, wear your panties, it's disgusting. Your name is Sasha Jasmine Diamond. Let's go, we're cousins! Because they all got their roles, man. They got the trickster, right? With a low-cut shirt and the nice cleavage. Goes up to every group of guys and tricks them into buying drinks. Me and my friends are thirsty and um, we're wondering if you want to buy some shots. Mm -hmm. Then they got the pre-drunk, the girl that's already drunk before they even go out, right? Yeah, then they got, what's up? Oh my God, we're partying. Woo! What is it? MLK, he had a dream. I'll have a drink. Yeah. Twerk, twerk, twerk. They got the safety to make sure nobody gets lost. Like, oh my God, where's Cynthia? Stop her, she likes making out with ugly dudes. Quick, to the restroom! The worst one in the group, the smack talker, right? There's always a smack talker. You know which one she is? The shortest one in the group. The tiniest girl in the group is always the one that'll get in your face if she can reach it. Short women put on heels and think they're actually that height. You ever notice that? They're like, I'm 5'2", but now I'm 5'6". And they talk with their eyes. Women talk with their eyes at clubs. You ever notice that, right? They will, they will dismiss you with their eyes. You could be dancing with one of them and one of their friends comes up and does, and you're done, that's it. That's it, they, all of them are like, oh, we're all sick, we gotta go, I'm sorry. When they do those little Muppet eyes, just run. Take back that drink, say, get out of here, cookie monster, get out of there. <laughs> I don't even deal with any of that. You know who I deal with? 2.10 a.m., right? That's what I wait for. 2.10 a.m., I go out to the parking lot, the girl that's peeing near a bush. That's the one, the one that was left. That's the one you go for. You pull up next to her, you're like, you okay? She's gonna be like, eh, eh, eat. And you'd be like, yeah, I'll get you pancakes. That's a good man right there, right, bro? It's a good man. You fill her up once, you take her home, you fill her up again. <laughs> And then she can leave in the morning. You already got her breakfast, you know what I'm saying? Oh, I'm, I'm wrong. Oh, I'm wrong? <laughs> the one thing I don't like, I don't like when women say I can't find a good man. That's the one thing I don't like, ladies. Stop saying that, okay? There's good men everywhere, all right? Yes, thank you, the, yeah. There you go, bro, creepy looking. But that's it, man. Any time a woman says, I can't find a man, you're using the wrong words because none of you are finding men, okay? You're not discovering them. You're sorting through them. There's a difference because you have your choice. You can be like, no, too stupid, too ugly, too hairy. Next. We can't do that as guys. We can't be like, no, too crazy, too crazy, too good. That's the only one. Oh, my God. Yeah, you guys have been awesome. Thank you so much. Your next comedian, you can catch him on Showtime, his special, Legally Brown. Please put your hands together for Omar Elba. Hi. How are you guys? Good? I hate the way Mexicans say mustard. Do you want a mustard? 
God bless Mexicans. Um, but, you know, a lot of times they use the same phrase over and over again, regardless of the context. I've seen a gate agent in the airport in San Francisco, and his phrase was once again. And he would say it over and over again. He came on the thing, and he was announcing things for the first time, and he was just, uh, once again. <laughs> We're gonna be boarding for uh, flight 452 to Los Angeles. Uh, oh, one minute, I'm getting a message from the pilot. Okay? Okay, I will tell them. Okay. <laughs> Once again! <laughs> I used to park cars. My supervisor was Mexican. His phrase was the other side. So I would say, hey, should I park cars on the other side? And he'd be like, no. You're gonna park the cars on the other side. And I feel like somewhere out there is a Mexican who can string these three phrases together. I will call him the Mexican Shakespeare. I, I imagine him to be a supervisor at a hot dog stand teaching, teaching uh, new employees how to make the hot dogs. Once again, you're gonna put the mustard on the other side. Brothers say the coolest things too. Uh, I was talking to a brother the other day, just trying to make conversation. I said, hey man, I bet I can guess his zodiac sign. He said, go ahead, then. I said, you're either a Sagittarius, Aquarius, or a Libra. He said, nah, man, I'm a pimp. <laughs> Why do rappers list their jewelry and then get pissed off at the end of that list? Have you guys noticed that? One gold watch, two gold chains, six gold rings, just nothing. It's not, it's not nothing. It's one gold watch, two gold chains. I feel like they're trying to teach kids in the ghetto how to count or something. Like one gold watch, two gold chains, six gold rings. How many items of jewelry is that? That's nine items of jewelry. No, it's nothing. I can't get into the old, uh, the music these days. I prefer old music. I like uh, Louis Armstrong. You guys like Louis Armstrong? He just has, he has such a harsh voice though, you know? And I think to myself, what a wonderful world. Like we're used to the fact that he's a legend, but I can't help but wonder at what point in his early life told him he should be a singer. Because <laughs> he's like 17 years old, chilling, taking a shower. Like, oh, I like this water and this soap. <laughs> One of his roommates was like, oh, Louie, you know what you gotta do with that voice. You gotta get to singing, man. For real? <laughs> I like, uh, I like Aaron Neville. Um, if you don't know Aaron Neville, he's the guy that sounds like this. I don't know how much. But I know I love you. Like, I feel like he's in the studio singing normally, and at some point someone reaches and grabs his privates. I feel like he's in the studio, like, I don't know much, but I know I love you. I swear to God, if you take Aaron Neville's voice and you mix it with Kermit the Frog, you get Shakira. Aaron Neville. I don't know much. 
Kermit the Frog. Kermit the Frog. I don't know. I don't know. Whenever, wherever, we're meant to be together. I'll be there and you'll be near. Good night, thank you. Right on. This guy's uh, one of my favorite comedians. Uh, you could have seen him on Friday after next. Please put your hands together for Maz Jabrani. Hello, how are you guys? What's happening? Hi, what's up? Anyone here got young kids? Anyone got young kids at home? Anyone? Yes, how old, how old? Seven and 10. Seven and 10, fantastic. You love your kids, right? but they're the most exhausting people in the world. I have a five-year-old boy, two-year-old girl. I love them, but they're the most exhausting people in the world. Like, you'll back me up on this. When you have young kids at home, your whole goal from the moment they wake up, your whole goal is to make them tired. From the moment they wake up, you're like, run, run, run. Climb, climb, climb. I sign my kids up for any class that'll make them tired. Even if it's not age appropriate, I sign them up. The five-year-old boy scuba diving, that's a great class for a five-year-old. Put on the tanks, you're going down, Jacques Cousteau. And no matter what you do, when it comes time to sleep, kids don't want to sleep. Weirdest thing in the world. Oh my God, like as an adult, I'm looking for excuses to sleep. If I'm ever in a line for like 30 seconds or longer, I will take a nap. I'm serious, I'm at the airport, oh, 30 more seconds, I'll be right here, let me know when you're ready. I'm like, Oh yeah, let's do this, come on. Kids won't sleep! And there's a thing, it's called sleep training, which is when they turn six months old, you're supposed to let them cry it out in the crib. They learn to sleep, life goes on. Very cold-blooded. There's like a book, some German lady wrote the book. I'm serious. I'm serious, you read the book, it's like, if the baby is crying, let the baby cry. Like, all right, calm down, German lady. Chapter two, are you the baby? I'm not the baby. The baby's the baby. <laughs> Chapter three, don't be a pussy. I'm not a pussy. I'm gonna let the baby cry. Very Western, very modern. Now I'm originally from Iran. My wife originally from India. So we come from immigrant backgrounds. Immigrants don't sleep train. I don't give you Iranian, Indian, Mexican, Guatemalan. Immigrants, we're on the bed together. I'm in the bed, my wife's in the bed, the baby's in the bed, my mother-in-law's in the bed. <laughs> and we're all watching the Kardashians. I'm like, okay. Why are they still on? For those of you who don't have kids, the young couples without kids, here's some advice. Whatever you decide to do to put the kids to sleep, get used to it, okay? Because babies love routine. My wife and I, we messed up with the second baby, the little baby girl. Ever since she was born, the way we'd put her to sleep, we would sing to her, turn on a wave machine, and give her a massage. Yeah! She's gotten used to it. Yeah, so now at our house, around eight o'clock every night, it turns into a spa treatment. <laughs> baby shows up in a bathrobe. Hi, I'm here for my Swedish. I believe it was with Papa. And as an adult, when you go to sing to your kids, you realize how few songs you know from beginning to end. There's only one I know. Every night, me and the girl, every night. A, B, C, D, E, F, G. And you finish, kids don't get sick of hearing the same song. You finish, she goes, again? 
A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Again? A, B, C, D, E, F, sleep. What is wrong with you? This isn't a concert. I'm not Justin Bieber sleep. And now she's learned 10 names. She knows 10 names. And every night she has to check in with me and I have to assure her that they're sleeping before she will sleep. Every night, every night. Mommy, sleeping. Dara, her brother, sleeping. Donovan, the neighbor's kid, sleeping. Kevin, the neighbor, sleeping. Anne, the neighbor's wife, everyone sleeping but you. She finishes and starts again. Mommy, still sleeping. Dara, A, B, C, D, sleep. Lord Jesus Christ, make her sleep. I'm not even Christian, make her sleep, Jesus. The first God that puts her to sleep, I'll convert. Come on, Jesus, let's go, Moses. Where are you, Muhammad? Come on, Buddha. When you have young kids at home, your time is not your own. When you have young kids at home, you have to take care of your to-do list while they're sleeping. The other day, the kids were napping. I went to my wife, I go, hey, let's have some sex. She goes, I'm not in the mood. I go, I'm not in the mood either. But the enemy's sleeping, let's go. Move it, move it, move it. Disrobe, dismount, I gotta kill Bin Laden. Let's do this. That's what we call sex in my house, killing Bin Laden. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Sometimes we go weeks without killing Bin Laden, if you know what I'm saying. Sometimes I got a big Bin Laden commit suicide, if you know what I'm saying, ladies and gentlemen. Some of you didn't get that. <laughs> so I'm Iranian, my wife is Indian. Are there any Indians up in the hizzy tonight? Indians in the, really there's a billion in the world and not one showed up. That is BS, ladies and gentlemen. Please tell your Indian friends, they have to start showing up. It's crazy, I'm Iranian, my wife's Indian, both of our kids look like her. I told her, I said, there's a reason why there's a billion Indians in the world. Yeah, their genes are so dominant. Anyone sees with an Indian, the kids are coming out Indian. Oh yeah, Iranian, Indian, Indian. Black, Indian, Indian. Friend of mine, wife's not even Indian. She had Indian food one night, the kids came out Indian. So I'm Iranian, my wife is Indian, our nanny is Guatemalan. The kids are confused. They don't know who is who or what is what. They spend more time with a nanny than they do with us. Like they speak better Spanish than English. The two-year-old, anytime she hears sirens going by, she goes, policia, policia. I asked the nanny, go, excuse me, is she your lookout at the park? <laughs> she goes, si, senor, she knows policia, la migra, she knows all of it. <laughs> she yells, we run, it's okay. <laughs> She's a very good girl. Now listen, for those of you who don't have kids, here's my advice. Once you do have kids, whatever you decide to do to make them tired, always have a backup plan, okay? Because it's always gonna backfire, all right? Like me, like I took my son when he was three and a half, I took him to see Happy Feet 2. I had to go, okay? I, t I, I went, I took my son, the neighbor's kid, and my nephew, okay? Three three-year-olds and me. Don't do this. You're outnumbered, all right? Because I'm used to going to movies with adults. We all know when you go to a movie with an adult, when you want to talk, you whisper. That's it, right? Kids, first of all, they don't even know how to sit, okay? The whole time, one of the kids, the whole time, just the whole Two hours, just. Then he wants to talk. Why is the penguin dancing? 
I was freaking out. I thought I was the only one going through it. I look around, every parent was going through the same thing. One kid was like, Daddy, the penguins scare me. The dad goes, Tommy, I paid $20. Look at the penguins, look at the penguins. One kid was looking the wrong way. He's like, where are the penguins? I'm like, turn around. They were talking so much, black people were like, stop talking. That's my time on Mazda Brani. Thanks a lot, guys. Have a good night. I'm Royal Oaks. Next time on Too Many Lawyers, COVID continues to reshape the law. Supreme Court arguments will be held by teleconference. The justices won't even know if the lawyers are wearing pants, which is fair given the eternal mystery of what's under those black robes. Los Angeles County is springing 25% of its inmates. The sheriff suggests folks get ready for what might be a spike in crime. Check it all out on the next episode of Too Many Lawyers.